Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. Welcome to the forum, the show where we learn more about Husker Nation one fan at a time by asking the same four questions. I'm your host, Honky, and our guest tonight is a proud Army dad, a music lover, and a backyard barbecue pitmaster. Most important, he's a Husker fan. You can find him on Twitter at Del the Dude. Welcome to the forum, Del Richmond. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, this is this is a lot of fun. You know, I've kind of started to assign nicknames to different people that we've had on the show. I've given Jim in Minnesota the hardest working man in uh, in Husker Twitter. Uh, I called uh, uh, Chaz in SoCal the the first gentleman of Husker football. For you, you are the the official Twitter foodie of Husker Nation. I and I, I pulled off just a compilation here of some of the tweets that you've sent out over the course oh, of. The, I just it makes me hungry just talking right now with you, just looking at all this stuff. But uh, where does that come from? Where does that that foodie inside of you uh, uh, come from? Man, I'm I'm a big dude. I love I love to eat. But um, you know, especially on Twitter, you know, you kind of see a lot of negativity and stuff. And I just figured the one thing that everybody agrees on is good food. So you know, if uh, if that if a couple of food tweets puts a smile on somebody's face or a dinner idea, it's a good day. No, no, that's great. And that's, you know, that's the thing with the the fan forum is also about, it's about the positivity that uh, there's a lot of negative stuff out there. And and it's one of the reasons that I gravitated to you on Twitter is that every tweet's positive, whether it's about food or if it's about the Huskers or just about whatever in life, you just seem like somebody that I want to talk to. And, and uh, we're going to have some fun here. So before we have the fun though, let me go over a couple of our upcoming shows uh, on Tuesday of next week, April 25th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Redcast Rob has a special with uh, Miranda and Craig Coleman. So that's Malachi's parents. They're going to be on here. Uh, next, we have Alumni Hall, two Lincoln locations, downtown 1120 P Street and South Point Pavilions behind Barnes & Noble. And they have a special going on right now, a VIP baseball experience. You can enter to win. And uh, they have two tickets to the May 13th game versus Penn State. Coach Bull has autographed ball that uh, is given away and then a $50 gift card to Alumni Hall. You can find uh, the link to this on their social media uh, at Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. They have a link to it. Uh, tomorrow night, I know we had uh, Dave from Husk Guys on here, and he's with Pipeline Jerky. And we had this uh, event that he's not sure if he wants to promote it anymore because it's already been sold out long ago. But I don't care. I'm still going to sell it out. I'll, we'll make Hill Varsity Club have to figure out how to get everyone to fit in there. But tomorrow night, Friday night at uh, at six o'clock, the, the original OG Pipeline, the 1994 group is going to be there. So and that's partially posted by, by Pipeline Jerky. And I had to sh- uh, show you this one here, Dell. 
this was a tweet you had here, and it was, oh, this is legit. So you've had some pipeline jerky again. Oh, the- yeah, yeah. I can tell you, one of those bags is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> again, if you hear someone laughing in the background, that's that's it's Redcast Rob. Redcast Rob is actually in in the honky basement here for the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, well, the official Husker, you know, foodie of Twitter has to. Yeah, there's Rob has to, uh, you know, have had the pipeline jerky. So what what'd you think of it? It's good. It's really good. It was, you know, most of the time, you know, you get some jerky and it's it's really dry and it's grainy and pipeline is definitely not that. It's it's moist. It's chewy. It's got a really good taste to it. It doesn't taste, you know, you know sometimes you can get some jerky and it tastes manufactured. That's not it. Mm. Uh, yeah, trust me. I'll, I'll be ordering some more. That, that That's going to be a problem for me. <laughs> Love it. Uh, last but not least here, we have the, uh, the Redcast store. Use the QR code there. I've got my hat from there. Uh, Rob's got some stuff on too. We've got shirts and sweatshirts and, and koozies here. I've got koozies with my beer, everything, you know, go big Redcast. If you want it, uh, go to it. Uh, you can find it on our social media in the description as well. We have links to it. So, uh, the good fellow or the good people at, uh, smack and smooch Shane and Laura out there in Elwood. All right, let's get to the forum. And what is the forum? Well, we ask the same four questions to Husker fans. Why are you a Husker fan? What is your favorite Husker fan memory? Who are your all-time favorite Huskers? And how do you think the Huskers will do next year? And Del Richmond with that, let's start off. Why are you a Husker fan? I am a Husker fan because um, I'm originally from Missouri, but my mother uh, is from Omaha. So all of my uncles made sure that I was indoctrinated in Husker culture way before you know even living in missouri it was all about nebraska and it mm-hmm. always has been um my uncle uh, my uncle had a liquor store and actually still does uh, has a liquor store there was a my other uncle had a club across the street on 30th and um what i can remember was say it was like o'clock in the morning and the game was at 11. i would literally watch you know traffic shoo, 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 all over the place but once it got to about 1045, it was a ghost town. Omaha turned into a ghost town. And it was, uh, and then, you know, it's, and then going over, I had to run plates back and forth over from my grandma's house over to the club, to the liquor store. And it was all about Husker football. So uh, it, it made it easy for me to be a fan. And uh, over the years, especially living in uh, 30 minutes from Columbia, oh, yeah, it, it, was, it was a blast to us smiling their faces every year. So, okay, so where in Mizzou then? That You said 30 minutes from Columbia. Is that like Jefferson City, or where were you at? Fulton, Missouri. <laughs> Fulton, Missouri? Yes, sir. All right, so, yeah, where's that at compared to – I was just in Columbia last summer on a trip, and I, I love to take my wife to football stadiums. She she loves that, and we, we got on the field down there in Columbia, but uh, where's Fulton at? Fulton is uh, I'd say 25 minutes uh, south southeast. Okay, southeast of it. Okay, so not probably not too far from Jefferson City then, I guess. Oh, no, no, not at all. Actually, you can probably, it's right in between the two. All right. So, um, you know, one of the things I ask people when we talk about this is what is maybe your formative year or years of being a Husker fan? Like, when were those first couple seasons that you really remember, you know, and who were some, I guess we'll get into the players a little bit later probably, but, you know, what were some of those early years that you remember? Well, it was for me. It was, of course, it was the '90s. You know, mm-hmm. I'm forty, you know, I'm forty-seven. So, um, yeah, for me, it was, you know, oh, you know, I was, I came up in the heyday of Husker football, <laughs> and uh, I remember, I came to camp. I came to Husker camp here in '93, 
and, uh, and I had an absolute blast. But I will say, uh, <laughs> uh, I knew quickly after that camp, I knew that I was not set up to play D1 football. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, and it, and it wasn't because, you know, it was, uh, well, for me, it was just, I loved it. And I thought that, you know, I could, you know, I could come up here and play, you know, I, I could be, a, uh, woo, all I'm saying is during that camp, uh, I remember going up against a guy um, uh, from Creighton Prep. And he literally shook the jersey off of my shoulder pads. I had to, I had to go uh, to a convenience store and buy needle and thread and sew <laughs> my uh, jersey back together for practice for the uh, camp practice the next day. Hmm. Um, yeah, my, my roommate was a uh, Ryan Retzlaff, and he ended up making the team, so it was kind of okay. cool, uh, especially for me because I was like, oh, I know that guy, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, and, and um, another one of the memories of. When I was at the camp was, I can't remember which player it was. I still say it was Jay Foreman, and I'm going to still say, Jay, that was you who did that. But uh, a guy asked me, uh, he goes, what do you want to come here for? And I remember saying, because Missouri sucks. (laughs) 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 And they had a good laugh about it. And then uh, uh, one of the guys said, no more fun and games when you come here. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. And, uh, that was true. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, that was. I had so much fun during that camp, but whoo, I learned a lot of lessons for that for, during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my first year I remember is, is eighty three season. I, I, I'm I was born in seventy seven, and I just I got a very early start. So eighty three is you know uh, obviously the scoring explosion and Gill and and Rozier and and Fr- yes. uh, Fryer, all those guys. Um, we have a kind of a weird history with Missouri. Uh, Osborne in the seventies, he couldn't beat Missouri at home. They beat us three straight times in Memorial stadium, but in 78, uh, so I'm one year old at the time in 78, we lose to him after we beat Oklahoma for the first time. And then Osborne never loses to him again. And we don't lose. We don't lose again until 2003. I think it was uh Solich's last season. We don't lose to, to Missouri. And think about this. You mentioned the nineties, 1997, that game at Missouri, yeah. Uh, in fact, last weekend or last uh, summer when I went there and we got on the field, we got on the field and the guy that ran all, you know, he managed all their turf and everything. He allowed me on the field and he took me down there. My son was with me and he's like, yeah, I was the guy I had to run on the field and turn the sprinklers off. Cause the sprinklers came on. If you remember at the end of that, that game, when we mm-hmm. played him in 97, it was his job to go out there and turn them off. But that game, you know, obviously the flea kicker. And then you think about, you get into overtime. And the last sack of the game, we had, uh, I think Rucker was on the field. He's a San yes. Joe, Missouri guy. We have uh, Wistrom. He's a Webb City guy. And I'm not sure if, if uh, I don't know if Steve Warren was on the field, but he was another Missouri guy. We had Missouri guys all over the, the team playing big-time minutes. And that's a that's an important area for us to get back into in recruiting is get back into to Casey and get back into to St. Louis and all that. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of good talent coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was always kind of, you know, it's the the state right next to you. You want to get the best guys out of Nebraska, and you want to get that 500-mile radius, and Missouri is a big, important area for that. Sir. Yes, All sir. right. Well, let's move on. Question number two. What is your favorite Husker fan memory? Okay. For this one, in person, tw- okay, 2013, RK3 in Western Camp. Ooh. Now that was now that was for me in, seeing that in person. Now okay, 
I'm going to admit, I was a bad Husker fan that game. I was not happy. And <laughs> I had my wife was with me at the time. My wife was with me and uh, I was ready to go. I was mm. just like, we're going to need a miracle. We need a miracle. And she was like, I said, we're and, and I'm literally grabbing my stuff, my little stadium cups. I'm ready to leave and drive back to Missouri just to feed it. And my wife was like, we're staying. We're staying for the end of this. Man, I am so damn glad that I stayed. <laughs> I lost my, I mean, just to see that Hail Mary, you know, happen and just the crowd losing their minds. I'm losing my mind. I'm I'm screaming and yelling so much. I had to sit down because I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I mean, I was sitting there going, yeah, y'all be great. Y'all be great. <laughs> well, yeah, that was probably, you know, that was that was just a great time. And for me, in, for in person, that was probably one of the best things I've seen uh, in a long time. But, of course, um, now if I go back to other favorite Husker memories, uh, of course, Tommy. Tommy in the run versus Florida. My God. Uh, you, you set me up perfect here. I grabbed this tweet from you from a couple couple months ago, man. And yes. uh, was it? Uh, let's see. I've got my, my eyes are getting older here. This will never get old. I still remember seeing the play and absolutely loving it. Classic Husker football, its finest, and it was the run, the run, the run. It was. I and I remember, you know, my dad. My dad isn't wasn't a big football guy, but man, he would he would sit down and watch Husker football games and. You know, of course, they were in the national championship. And I still remember my dad going, I don't think they're going to tackle that boy. And, <laughs> and just to watch it, you know, and I, I could still see, see young Dale jumping and cheering, you know, in the living room, you know, and the whole family just going crazy, you know, watching that happen. It, it was fantastic. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, man, going to school the next day. <laughs> oh, man, give it to me. <laughs> Well, wasn't that so glorious about that time frame too? Is you go back a year earlier, you go to the 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 '95 Orange Bowl, and I mean it was pins and needles until the last play, until Kareem Moss caught that interception. I still yes. thought, I still thought there's some way we're going to lose it. It was just the the curse of the Huskers or whatever. And but but we end the curse. We beat them, and then that next season to have that dominating team. And by oh. the time we go and we play in the Fiesta Bowl, I can remember. You know, Lee Corso saying we're going to lose because it's on grass, but I'm like, oh, give me a break. I mean, oh, I remember that too. These, and I remember guys, that. Oh, yeah, I'm not even going to lie. That, that, uh, that, uh, burned my biscuits a little bit. I, I was mad at Lee Corso <laughs> for a while after that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's spring uh, game weekend here in Lincoln. And, you know, we have, uh, Redcast Rob down here in the basement with me last summer or last year. We went to a, a post game party and we got in with some of the players back then. It was, uh, it was amazing. One of the guys that we got to talk with and, and hang out with a little bit was Michael Booker. And I think about him. I think of the second quarter interception return for a touchdown. And just, I mean, that, oh, that whole entire game, the Fiesta Bowl was just amazing. And and it wasn't played in Florida. We weren't playing a team in their backyard. They, you know, we had the, the all the fans yes. down there and it, it's in the desert. And, oh, that's just a, oh, that's a, all, that's a great all-time memory to have. Felt man, core memory. I, I mean, there's there. I'm when I'm when I'm old, old and gray. I'm already old. When I'm older and grayer, yeah, that'll that'll still be hanging with me. Um, yeah. yeah, that that's a big one. That is definitely a big one. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to question number three then. And I think there's you know there's some overlap between these favorite memories and favorite all-time players, but or at least there have been in some of our last shows. Who are some of your all-time favorite Huskers? 
All right. Of course, Tommy. Tommy's my guy. Um, I had to, uh, you know, I got to meet him uh, when I first I moved to Lincoln in 2014. And uh, my wife and I went to a, um, it was like a Husker pregame, like on a Friday night. Um, and we went down, to, we went down uh, to the stadium and I got a chance to meet Tommy. And that was cool, you know, and uh, that was, awesome, you know, and, and everyone's like, Tommy, dude, Tommy was cool to me, you know, shook my hand. He took a picture with me. You know, it was awesome. You know, and I, I'm sorry for the folks that had bad experiences with him, but he was cool to me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that was that was awesome. Of course, uh, my man, Jay Foreman, he's he's a man. That dude, he's cut from a different cough, man. But I absolutely love that guy. Um, when I moved here, um, I actually met him at the gym and uh, we, we went to the same gym and uh, ended up being friends and exchanging barbecue and cooked ribs for him for a couple a couple of times uh so yeah he he's always going to be in there um mm. and of course man i'm i'm a, i'm an old d lineman so i'm always going to have me some uh love for uh big old sue big man donald Khan sue my man mm-hmm. uh versus okay it was missouri week and i was living in columbia there was uh the uh no gloves game where now paul makes the cat yeah that one mm-hmm. uh, i remember i was at the gym that morning and um, I see the Husker bus pull up, and I was going, no way, no way. And I remember seeing Alex Henry step off of the bus, and he's standing there. And then I see this very, very large man stand in front, stand in front of him that's blocking my view of Henry. I could no longer see Henry. All I could see was Sue. Uh-huh. And um, a couple other coaches came in there. Uh, oh, man. What, uh, what's the wide receivers coach Bo had back then? What was um, was it? Uh, oh my gosh, I, I'm drawing a blank. There was a there was a high school coach that he brought in from California, but um, yeah, no tall brother with the glasses. Oh, Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> I bumped into him that day, that morning at the gym. And uh, and I had it on. Of course, you know I'm wearing my Husker stuff, and I'm hoping somebody will see me. And uh-huh. uh, he goes, "Huh, Husker fan?" Huh? And I was like, "Yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> I said, "Hope oh, you guys kill him tonight." And he was like, uh, "He goes, well, we're gonna do our best." I was like, "No, you're not gonna do your best. You're gonna win." <laughs> and lo and behold, man, they pulled out that victory. That was the you know taking off the gloves and the bomb. Was that was that the that was the Thursday night game that was on like the the power was out and then yes. they were starting like crazy weather and and the offense started off just terribly slow for like Terrible. three quarters and then just took off. Niles Paul had a big catch in yep. the in the fourth quarter and Sue was Sue. I mean, just Sue doing what he did. Sue. Oh man, yeah, two thousand. Yeah, that that yeah, the Sue era was big for me. Um, I was just thinking another one was um. Uh, Watching Sue Ragdoll, Colt McCoy. I was the, at uh, that game. Big I, I, 12 championship game. Oh, give me more. <laughs> you know, uh, Redcast Dave and I were down at that game in, in Dallas. And I remember we tailgated all day and everything. And I can remember some real arrogant Texas fans before the game. One guy was tailgating with us. And he's like, yeah, we're going to beat you, you know, 50 to 25 or something. And I'm like, dude, you may beat us. You might beat us. But there's no way in hell you're scoring 50 on this defense. And there's no way we're scoring 25 on you. No, our offense. Not I mean, with that defense. Yeah, it's probably we're probably gonna. You know, we're we're hoping for a 17-14 game. You know, and it ended up being like what, thir- you know, 15-12 or 13-12, something like that. Um, 
I mean, that that defense, it is it's a crying shame that our offense was as, as bad as it was that year because the defense that was a national championship quality defense. It in, was in 09. It was. Oh man, we needed because I, I remember saying I think we needed like 2010's offense with 2009's defense. Mm-hmm. That that would have been a national. That would have been a national championship yeah. squad. And and it and it blows my mind a little bit too because when you look at the offense, it wasn't that there were bad players on it. I mean, Niles Paul and and there was Halu and you had I think a young Burkhead. And yep. at quarterback, we had a couple of guys that were four stars, the Cody Green and, and Zach Lee. And even I think like Spencer Long was on the O-line. They were good players, but it just nothing meshed. It didn't come together. And, yeah. uh, and it's just so bad because that that 9 defense, that 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 9 defense held Oklahoma to three points. It was the first time in the Stoops era that they didn't score a touchdown. And, <laughs> and it's like we, you know, and we'd lose to Iowa State seven to six with like 12 fumbles. It was just so dumb. Yeah. Oh, heartbreakers. There were so yep. many of those little heartbreakers, you know, that was, yeah, <laughs> that's all right. That's, that's life of a Husker fan, man. <laughs> well, that is. And you know what? That's a perfect segue here. And I always love getting a question for, because this is where we get, it's very open form here. We just chat. And that is, how do you think the Huskers will do this year? And to your point there, you know, we've had these heartbreakers and, and we've had a number of them the last four or five years. Redcast has been around for six years, but, um, but it even goes, well be, be beyond that you know you go back to the bow era you go to the callahan era you go you go back then we we've just had a bunch of heartbreakers really in the last 20 seasons and and we're hoping to get past that we're hoping to get more stability going and i think you know every almost every fan i talk to they're excited about coach rule they're excited about the changes happening we're going to get to start to see that on the field this saturday and really i mean that's that's a very long-winded way for me just to say how do you think the huskers are, are going to do this this season I'm going to go into it with guarded optimism. Okay. Um, here's the thing is that, you know, I feel like with the last four or five coaches we've had, I have been all in, drank the Kool-Aid until I was drunk. Um, and I'm not going to say I'm jaded. I'm just guarded at this point. I at this, But I will say this. I feel like, the energy around this around this program and this group of guys feels different. It, I wish I could. Exp- I wish I had an explanation for it, but it just feels different. Um, you know, there was excitement when Frost got here. You know, mm-hmm. I turned out to be the worst of the bunch. I hate to say that. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really hopeful. I wanted. I wanted him and that that crew to be successful. I really, really did. But uh, to see that kind of fall apart and then you know to Matt Rule showed up day one said the right things doing the right things I just like I like the feel of this group I'm not gonna make any big prognostications I can't I can't afford to <laughs> I don't want to jinx I don't want to jinx my boys either uh, but I, I right now you know I, I think you guys mentioned all on one of your other casts was you know that right now it's the race to six mm-hmm. yep I want to see them. I I just want to see. I want to see some growth. I want to see them progress, really progress. Um, and you know, and so many. And I feel like, you know, when uh, I I kind of got excited when Rune said we're going to have one on ones. We're going to have good on good. Mm-hmm. Man, that got me hyped. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I still got three and a half years of eligibility left, and I'm good for one series, coach. If you listen, um, <laughs> but it was 
I mean, that, that type of stuff, you know, just it, it, it kind of lit the fire, you know, it lit the fire, you know, and to see other people, you know, kind of like that, uh, that fire, you know, it's, um, and we've been, I feel like we've been a fractured fan base for years mm-hmm. and, uh, we're kind of getting back to, uh, at that togetherness, you know, and, uh, I'm excited to, uh, I'm excited to go to this spring game. Really mm-hmm. am just to, uh, to feel it, you know, to, to feel it in person, you know, and be in that moment. I'm really excited. I don't even know what type of offense we're running. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it. And I think that's, I think that's kind of the sentiment uh, that a lot of Husker fans out there have is we just want to see it. I'm ready to see mm-hmm. something. Well, there's so many things I know I've said on this show for, I've wanted to see for six years. And there's some things I took by kind of an assumption. I, I figured were going to happen under coach Frost, whether we won or losses, that's that's a moot point. It was just I want to see physical football. I want to see you know from a practice standpoint. Let's take the green jerseys off. Let's let the QBs hit. And I wanted that for years, and and I didn't get that. And and to see that happening now, they just you know Trev was on the radio tonight and said, yeah, you know they're, they're and we know what the the format of the game is going to be like. They're going to be hitting quarterbacks. Yeah. Going to be live. I mean that's yeah. we're going to see real football being played, and that's important to me. I'm interested. You brought up like Jay Foreman earlier. And Foreman, I, I have so much respect for, him. he has great, you know, does a great job on the radio now and everything. And he's mentioned, you know, in the past, he's he he was involved with the football program, kind of as an advisor. Him and Jason Peter, I know, the last couple of years, and it makes me wonder, you know, like what did they, as they were kind of advising, and they'd be in a practice, and if we weren't tackling, and that was something that we heard about last year, there wasn't tackling going on, like, you know. I wonder if they just sat there and shook their head at times and go like, you know, come on, man, that's, that's, that's black shirt football. You got to get out there and you got to hit, you got to tackle quarterbacks got to be, got to be willing to take a hit. And, and uh, you, no one wants to get hurt in practice. You got to be smart how you do it, but you also have to play real football to get good at real football. Completely agree. Completely agree. And just the fact that, you know, I think, I think the, uh, you know, uh, Peter and, and Foreman coming back, I, I know that they wanted to have that presence there. They wanted to, be, mm-hmm. you know, show them, you know, hey, you can do this. But I don't think, I think both of them, if, if they had the due diligence, would have been a lot more hands-on. And, I, and <laughs> if they would have had a little bit more stroke, I kind of think there would have been a lot more said mm-hmm. um, than what was. But, you know, I, you know, Lord knows I'm not privy to any of that. That's just my gut feeling. But I just kind of go, you know, I can't, you know, I've, I've always thought to myself, with especially with the past 20, 20 years, is how frustrating is it for those guys that worked so hard, mm-hmm. so hard to build the program up to what it be, to see what it is. Um, I, I, I can't imagine, and I feel for them in a way, because mm-hmm. I know that that, uh, that competitive fire burns in them. I'm not, I'm, I, I came to camp, and it burns in me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine you know, how, how they feel, you know, when they sit there and they see that. But now I think that's, uh, I think that's going to turn around. You know, Mac on the show, he has said this a number of times and I, I totally agree. Think of since 97, 98, since Osborne uh, retired, uh, think of all the addi- additions that have been done at Memorial Stadium, you know, the new West side, the new North side, now the new uh, facility going on beyond that. And all of these things have been built on the backs of all those players in the eighties and the nineties. And none of them ever got to experience any of that. And and, in today's world, you know, I get it for recruiting purposes. We have to have the best facilities and I want us to, but Mm -hmm. it's so funny sometimes where it's like, well, you got to have those kind of facilities to compete. And I'm like, man, we didn't have those facilities. And we were those guys, 
the facilities at the end of the day are not going to be what wins it for you. You need players. You need dogs like what we had back then at the O-line on the D-line. Tom- you know, tomorrow night, the pipeline event with uh, Zaska and, and Wiegert and all those guys from the 94, you know, pipeline. And and you talked about all the other guys, that the the, the Indomitian Sioux. You need guys like that. And, you know, you can have the best facilities in the world or they can they can be garbage. It really doesn't matter. You need guys like that. And if they have the right mentality, man, you're, and, and you've got a – a coaching staff that brings that out of them too, lets them be physical, lets them play. That's a, that's a beauty if you can get that that combination. I'm excited for it. I mean, it, mm-hmm. I mean that just just that you know all those things that you mentioned. You know, I'm I'm excited to see it. You know, I, uh, what you know years ago when I heard that they weren't even hitting in practice, and I was like, high school teams hit in practice. I drove past Pius, and they're hitting in practice. <laughs> really, bro. You know, um, and, and that's not to dog them, you know, and, and really not because, man, I'm a Husker mm-hmm. fan through and through. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of my tweets after a bad loss was even when it hurts, GBR. <laughs> but, um, you know, when I heard stuff like that, I was like, man, come on, that that's that's not going to do it. And then when it mm-hmm. came time, you know, uh, when it came time and they, there was some adversity that struck, they really didn't have an answer. And I think part of that was I think part of that was just. The mentality, you know, you don't you don't have that resiliency that you get from you know that, that those physical practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, from an old player standpoint, you know that was that was big for me. You know, and it, I was not great, but you know, mm-hmm. I still remember that. Um, and I know that uh, I I really do think that uh, Rule and the guys are going to get this get this uh, get us straightened out. I'm I'm anxious to see it. I really am excited to see where we go this mm-hmm. year. You know, I, I'm a big believer in, you know, the wins and losses don't just happen. I mean, it's something that it's created over time. It's created during these times of the year when you're practicing and, and, and the off season and the weight rooms at five 30 in the morning, all those things that they cumulatively lead up to wins and losses. And, you know, with, with frost, not to, again, not to belabor the, you know, the, the froster, that's not the point of this. I'm not upset that we lost games for me. It was, I was just more surprised at times when I, when, when Shenander was, was let go after the Oklahoma game. And that was when Bush came in and was the DC. And I think they were talking, I think it might've been miles farmer, one of the DBs after the, the, like the first practice. And they're like, you know, how's tackling going? And they go, well, this is the first time we've done it in four years. So, you know, it's going to take a little time to get good at it. Those are the things that I, I just shake my head. I'm like, how can that, we how just, can that be for a how can that program? Be? We are, and, and I'm I'm right with Dell. One of the reasons I, I so much want to talk to to fans like you is that I think we think alike on a lot of this. We don't want to be negative. We're not sitting here trying to beat up the program. We're not tweeting at players after a loss. But yet oh, you wait. sit there and you pull your whatever hair both of us have at this point. Oh, wait, <laughs> you pull it out and go. How are we not tackling? Like that is like the basics of basics. And and so again, let's now let's flip that into the positive side to see what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. In this offseason, they've been tackling. They've been the green jerseys have basically been pulled off and the quarterbacks are live. You know, we're going to get physical out there. We're going to get under center. We're going to have a fullback when we need a fullback to be on the field. Short yardage, goal line situations. I mean, like, come on. Who doesn't want to hear that? Oh, man. I heard, when I heard fullback, I was like, all I could think of was <laughs> neck rolls and <laughs> gigantic shoulder pads. You know, bring it back. I'm, I'm excited for all this, you know. Run the damn ball guy is losing his mind right now. I'm, mm-hmm. I, and I'm hyped for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I want, you know, I, 
You know, it's like I said before, I just want to see it. I, I, you know, I, and I know that I'm, I know I'm definitely not the only one, but I want to see this team be so successful. It almost hurts my soul. Hmm. I, <laughs> I was, uh, I was at a game last year and I was sitting in the crowd and uh, one of the, one of the, uh, <laughs> this drunk guy fell. So he, he falls, I pick him up and, uh, he said, look like you could suit up. I said, if it would help, I would run out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, I just I, I I want I want to see these guys and, and especially this this fan base, man. Mm. We show up. We're we're there, you know. And it, and the one thing that I absolutely love about Nebraska in general is that it doesn't matter what sport necessarily, you know. Yeah, of course football's big. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what sport you play. Nebraskans show up. Mm-hmm. They show up. They show out. Um, you know, Pinnacle Bank Arena. I mean, I'm, I still remember, you know, volleyball. Volleyball Missouri is okay. But when I moved here, it's an event. Oh, oh a different level, yeah. It's, a, it's another level here. I, it's the level of support that, that made me fall in love with this place and the fan base. You know, and this over the, you know, over the my lifespan, that hasn't wavered. There's been fractions, you know, for, mm-hmm. there's always been some fractions in the, in the, uh, you know, amongst us. But at the end of the day, when it's Saturday, we're at that stadium. We're out mm-hmm. there tailgating. We're supporting those players. And, and I, I love that. I absolutely love that. It's, it's, it's what, you know, and I'm glad to be a part of that, you know, in whatever small way I am. Well, I'm glad to have you be a part of the fan forum. That's part of what this is about, too. To your point, I mean, literally, we can almost go back to a certain date and and time. And when Steve Peterson fired Coach Solich, who was going to be welcomed back for the first time in Memorial Stadium, if you haven't bought your tickets already, Redcasters and Husker Nation, buy your tickets. Be there to help celebrate Coach Solich back. I am so happy. Oh, oh my goodness. But you can almost go back to that date and time. And, and yeah. ever since then, there's kind of been this fraction. It's been different fractions during the, the Callahan era. There were, you know, there were pro Callahan people and anti Callahan people and former players that didn't want to be a part of the, the Peterson stuff. And I get all that. I, I totally get it. During the Pliny era, we had people that didn't like Bo and people that did. And, and, and it just, it's never, it seems like it's never ended. And no. what I've seen, specifically in the last year and a half with Trev, Trev leading the way at the top. And then really, I think knocking it out of the park with, with rule is it's been pretty darn good here. The last four or five months, like it's hard to find somebody that is really anti what we're doing right now. I get the people that are like, you know, show it and I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, hold off on the Kool-Aid until I see it. I completely appreciate that, but very rarely do I run into someone that's like, man, what a terrible hire what a horrible move. You know, I haven't heard any of that. And that's, that's a good start. Yes. You know, and, and, and to your point on that, you know, I still, you know, I remember when Mike Riley got hired, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> I had to Google him. I had no idea. You know, they were like, Oh, Mike Riley. And I was like, who the hell is that? Ooh. You know, I literally <laughs> pulled out my phone to Google who our new coach was, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but, you know, just like, but uh, to your point about Trav, man, I love the fact that it seems like this whole this whole administration is in lockstep. It's united. There's I don't, you know, it seems like, you know, there's been years past where it's been disjointed, you know, and you could tell that the communication wasn't there. When you see them together, and, and I think that's 
them having a united front has kind of welded us together, you know, as a united front as well. And like mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm I'm so I'm I'm pumped for this. And it's mm-hmm. been a while that I can honestly say that I'm pumped for a season. I, I, I gotta see it, man. I, I'm just I'm, I mean, I'm I'm sorry, I'm probably a little giddy right now because I'm excited for this. I want to see this. I want man. I need to see somebody. I want to see somebody get the crap knocked out of them. <laughs> Not on the spring game, not on the spring game. I don't want nobody getting hurt. But, <laughs> but I want to see, I, I want to see the level of respect that I grew up with as a fan. I want to see that go back to this team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's funny. I'm a, I'm a big uh, fan of going around to football stadiums all around the country. I love doing that. I take my wife, you know, hours and hours out of the way on trips to to go to football stadiums. Right. But it's big and small. And one of my my favorite ones I've gone to recently, Northwest Missouri State. Now, now you're a are you a grad of Northwest Missouri State? The, yes, the sir. OBAAB. Um, okay, so yeah, what? So that's a that's a proud historical program there in, in Division Two, and they I mean they've won championships and all that. And I went down there last fall. We were there on a Friday night and uh, went to one of the bars in the, the little downtown area and everything. And they've got goalposts hanging from the, the ceiling in this one bar of, of championships and games that they've won. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's division one or one double a or division two or whatever. I mean, like, you know, good football is good football and you can get behind that. What's that like, uh, you know, being a Northwest Missouri state fan there too. Oh, oh, it's, it's beautiful to me. <laughs> you, know? Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was, and actually for me, it, it's kind of fun because, uh, you know, I can still remember, you know, for my freshman year, I played at Northwest Missouri State. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, I quickly, re- yeah, so that was when I learned that D2 football was not for me either. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but I tried, you know, but um, mm-hmm. it was, it was fun for me because, you know, I could, we would have like a, uh, you know, we could have like um, a 11, 11 o'clock game, you know, in the morning and, <laughs> I'm wearing my I'm wearing my green, and then here comes the Husker game later on that evening, and I'm switching over, going over to my buddy's apartment, you know, to watch the game. <laughs> so it was a uh, it was a lot of fun back then, you know, because it was uh, mm-hmm. and it was easy for me because I had family in Omaha, so yeah, I could claim. So <laughs> that was a good thing. Uh, but yeah, Northwest was a uh, Northwest was a good time. It really was. Mm-hmm. See, and when I was there, uh, we weren't so great, and then it was. The year uh, it was like year after I quit when they started turning it around uh, when they hired uh, Mel Churchman as coach, okay. and uh, man, <laughs> I don't have many regrets in my life, but I almost I almost wanted to try to suit back up, uh-huh. uh, but uh, <laughs> when I tried to uh, get back into condition, nah, I quickly told myself, nah, bro, this ain't for you, bro. You <laughs> never go back, go back to the Pete's place. <laughs> what, what, what did you, uh, what positions did you play? D tackle. D tackle. Did you yeah. do any offensive line too, or is it all just D D line? D D that yeah, was all, it was all defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I had a bad habit of, uh, jumping before the snap. So yeah, I was Mr. <laughs> Offside. So nah, that was not going to work for me. That was that was not gonna work, huh? Yeah, I can still hear uh, <laughs> Coach K going. All I need you to do is move when the damn ball moves. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, what do you? I guess using that that defensive line background that you have, what do you see right now? You know, I guess looking forward with this team, 
you know, we have guys like Ty Robinson back and we have, we have Nash back the polar bear. Um, but I mean, there's some other Elijah Judy, new guy from, from A&M getting in there and they're switching over here to a kind of a three, three, five. You know, what do you, what do you see on the D line? That's actually an area that a lot of people have said have been, a, you know, as a concern, they think, what do you think D line wise, uh, heading into next year? I'm at, I'm excited for this group. I'm a, I'm a big Ty Robinson guy, mm-hmm. big Ty Robinson. Guy. I know he, I know his numbers aren't necessarily flashy as the rest, but he's here and man, as polar bear. Yeah, I you know I still remember watching him and his dad's workout videos. I was oh, like, yeah. holy crap! <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm, I you know I I don't know what I'm excited to see what these guys do because I I really do think these guys will be able to hold their own. And mm-hmm. uh, man, I, I I'm really anxious to see how they develop throughout the year because I I feel like uh, I feel like the defense is due for a jump. I, mm-hmm. I don't know where where that feeling's coming from, but I feel like they're due. Um, and I don't know who's going to step up. I want to see I want to see some of these new guys show up, these new faces, and that's, that's another reason why I'm kind of anxious because I want to see some of these new guys out here mm. in uniform and see what it looks like because I I don't have any idea, you know, and just like the rest of us, I have no idea what this is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defensively, you know, you we've been kind of running variations of a three, three, five for the last however many years, but yet this seems like a, it, it feels and it hears, it, it sounds different with what coach white is bringing from Syracuse. I mean, the more movement, more attacking with it. So, so that part's going to be fun. Also from a strength and conditioning standpoint, they've definitely put an emphasis on getting guys leaner and I think more mobile. So someone like Nash is a good example of that. that there's no one stronger on the team. It probably in the conference, than Nash, and yet, I think if you go back to the, the Wisconsin game, at the end of the Wisconsin game last year, he's on the, the goal line stand, and they pushed him back five yards. And I remember watching that, and it's almost a confusing thing where it's like you know he's not getting overpowered. It's, it mm-hmm. can't be that. But I had Rob Zaska, one of the pipeline guys from 94. I had him on the show last year, and he talked about how low man wins. And the only way you can push Nash Hutmacher back is if you get lower than him. That's the only way. And right now, I know from what I've seen and everything, it sounds like you know he's down a, a good decent amount of weight. I think they're 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 getting these guys a little more bend in them. Same thing with some of the offensive linemen guys. And I'm like, if if you can get Nash low, if you can get if you can get a guy like that to bend and get low, and we know how strong that dude is, you're not going to be able to push that guy anymore. And no. and the the best defense I've seen us have in the last few years, I would have said would have been like two like 2021 the year we went three and nine, but had all those one score losses when we had a guy like Damian Daniels in the middle and you couldn't push him around oh. and you couldn't get any movement, man, that was, that. that's where it all starts. It starts all right up front, right there on the center. And they couldn't Agreed. move that dude. Yes, sir. I'm, man, I, 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 I'll be definitely watching the line play. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's going to be, you know, everybody kind of has their things that they'll be watching. My eyes will be on that D line. Even mm-hmm. and even when the number twos get out there, I really want to. I really just want to see these guys get after it. I want to see some aggressive football, and I feel like that's what we kind of missed is some aggressive mm-hmm. football. I'm, I, man, I'm so hyped to hear some pads popping. I mean, man, <laughs> I, I want to suit up. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you saw Redcast Robbie's in the basement. He he said hi to you right before we started. Yeah, here he is. Old Rick ass Rob here. He's got himself some press passes for the game t- uh, on Saturday. He's going to be sitting there up in the press box. And I am. You are. You oh. are. 
He'll be going to the uh, to the press conference and everything. He can ask questions. You know, if you got any questions, just send them to us. We'll we'll make sure Redcast Rob gets it gets it uh, asked. But he said one he said something the other night on a on a show that mirrors what you just said too. He wants to look at the everything's in the trenches. That's what he wants to watch. On Saturday, it's the D line, it's the O line. How do these guys look going against each other? Trev said that on the day that he that he made the change with Coach Frost was he goes, we're gonna we need to get start winning the, the line of scrimmage. That's what I'm gonna look for in the kind of coach that I go and hire. And I think for me personally, I think he knocked it out of the park with the with the hire of rule. And I think that the the trenches are being addressed. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. I, I just can't wait for Saturday. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, same here. You know, I just um, you know, Rule knows what you know. I feel like Rule actually knows what. And I will say that the other coaches didn't know what they're doing, but mm-hmm. he knows what it takes to get these guys to the next level. Yeah. Um, I remember there was a clip um, where uh, Terrence Knighton was talking to the guys, and he was like, "That's what they want in the NFL." And I was like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that was yeah. the kind of talk that you know." And when you see a guy like that, you know, I still remember Terrence Knighton doing those. Uh, it's like he, he did like a tires commercial. And I saw it pop up earlier today and I, I, uh-huh. I had to laugh a little bit. But uh, these are guys that know what it takes. And I think for yep. and for for a young team and for these young men, you know, when you see guys that have been there, done that, you certainly have a little bit more respect and, and it carries a little bit more weight. And I'm not taken away from anybody else. You know, like I said, I'm not going to bash anybody because I love them all. Thank mm-hmm. you for, for what you did for the years that you were here. Yeah. But to see, you know, I, but it carries a lot of weight when you see somebody who's been there, done that, and who actually knows, you know, from an experience standpoint. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm, ex- man, I'm, I want to see these guys, I, you know, and, and beyond that, you know, I want to see, I want to see a Husker get drafted, a legit. I want to see yes. somebody slap on a hat and walk across that stage. That that was, uh, you know, there's an article that was in the the Athletic here in the last week or two, and it was they were going through all the teams, every D1 team, and how many, you know, they they assigned kind of how many four stars and five. How have you recruited versus how have you sent guys to the draft? And Nebraska finished, you know, dead last or right in the the bottom five. And we had 60-some guys that were four-stars. It's never been a, a recruiting issue. It's that development. What are you doing in, in between the second that they sign here and, and they leave? And I think that, you know, it perked my eyes, and, and I my eyes opened up when, when Rule said he wants to see guys getting, you know, the, that, that five-year uh, renewal contract in the pros. You know, it's not about getting to the pros. I mean, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I want to see you have success in the pros. I want you to, I want you to get a second contract. That's what I want to see. You know, that means it. that we did something right. If you're getting, a, if you're getting that second contract and that does say a lot, and that is somebody that's, you know, that's been there and to have someone like coach Knight and coaching D lineman when he's had that kind of success himself in there, I mean, that has to rub off on the guys. And so, uh, Again, it, you know, I know it's off season. We're not trying to drink the Kool-Aid. We're not, you know, we want to be objective and stuff, but it, it doesn't, you can be objective and still say there's good things going on. Yes. Yeah. And I can tell you, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I've had a buddy, you know, ask me, he was like, are you drinking the Kool-Aid then? I said, nah, man. I said, but I got a pouch. I said, I got a pouch of red on the counter. The picture's sitting out. All I had to do was add sugar and water, baby. And we just can stir it up. I'm Rob. almost there. Rob, bring get your uh, go in the other room. Get your socks. He's talking about the, he's talking about Kool Aid. So Rob is the official Kool Aid uh, drinker of the of the uh, Husker Nation, not just Redcast. Uh, he's gonna get some socks and bring them over. He has he has Kool Aid socks. So that's that's how much uh, 
this means to him. But, um, you know, in the meantime, until he gets them over here, uh, let's say, you know, Trev. Oh, he's bringing him down here. Oh, gosh. All right. So we've got the uh, War Daddy up with the Rob drinking the, the Kool-Aid shirt. Awesome. And then we've got the. Oh, yeah, he got the oh, yeah, socks. <laughs> Old Navy. They're not an official sponsor of the Go Big Redcast, but oldnavy.com. You can buy your Kool-Aid socks. Only $8. Only $8. There you go. Mm. Um, you are the the Twitter foodie of Husker Nation. So if you, you know, I know um, Trev, they, Trev had a, um, oh, uh, they did a survey about a year and a half ago. How can we improve things at Memorial Stadium and everything? If there was like one type of food that they're not serving right now, if there's something that if Dell the dude could be out there cooking one food for Memorial Stadium for every game, what would what would be your your go to item that that you know is going to sell out in, in no time? Okay, okay. Here's my here's, here's here's my concept, and if anybody steals this, I'm gonna roll up and beat you up. All right, I'm just letting you know I'm coming. <laughs> but um, I've always had this idea of. Um, I would call it, I'd call it a, I don't know what it would be. It'd be a Husker dog, a stadium dog, something like that. But basically it would be, you have a, a hot dog wrapped in, a, uh, wrapped in a hamburger, wrapped in bacon oh. and uh, either smoked or grilled off. And I've made, I've made them in years past, uh, but that would be my thing. You know, that would, you know, and uh, with cheese or without, Right. But uh, you know, and this had served that bad boy on a bun. Yeah, that that'd be my thing. Of course, everybody might be asleep by the time they get to halftime. <laughs> but <laughs> good time to be had. Trev was on the radio tonight, and he was asked by Greg Sharp about um, uh, what would you put on your hot dog. And Trev said, you know, I don't, I don't actually really put anything on my hot dog, but I do dunk it. I'll dunk it in barbecue sauce. That's his thing. Now on Twitter, and you've, I'm sure you have seen this is a huge argument on Twitter. Is it you know ketchup or or mustard on, on hot dogs? Everything I I fall on the side. I will occasionally put ketchup on on a hot dog, and I it seems to dry draw the no yeah it draws the it draws the anger of some people on, on Twitter. Uh, do you have any you know steadfast rule on that? Yes, no. Okay, no, I don't have a steadfast rule on it, but I will say I'm 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 a bit of a purist. If I'm if the mood strikes me, yeah. But I'm telling you, nine times out of ten, it's all about mustard. Just mustard yeah. and relish for me. I'm I'm not yeah. a big. Uh, I'll put some ketchup on there. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I haven't. And if I'm at a game, because sometimes you just need a little something else to help that hot dog go down. <laughs> so, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it real here. But yeah. uh, now um, me, no, I'm a I'm a. I'm a nine. I'm a. I'm a ninety tenner. Ninety uh, percent. No way. Ninety uh, percent mustard and relish. Keep it simple. Uh, uh, but you might. You might catch me putting a little. Uh, putting a little ketchup on there. But of course, if I got barbecue sauce, scrap all that and it's just barbecue sauce. It's just. Yeah. I. I. You know, when it's a a Fairbury hot dog, the the real red ones that you get at the stadium, I don't mind some like ketchup and and mustard. I'll do those two on that. Mm -hmm. If it's a, a brat. I no way I'm putting mustard on that. That's no. where I'm, I'm putting pickle and I'm putting onion and I'm putting mustard and I'm and I'm going I'm doing all kinds. Ketchup. No, I won't put any ketchup on. No, you said you wouldn't put mustard on it. I'm 
Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, oh no, no. I, I would <laughs> Rob talking to me. No, I I wouldn't put ketchup <laughs> on a on a um a brat. I'd put yeah. mustard and I'd put you know, yeah. So that's if I said that wrong, I said it wrong. Then no, I wouldn't put ketchup on a brat, but I will on like a, a hot dog. But yeah, just good fun. Oh yeah. Well, Dell, this has been good fun, and, and I mean, I could keep going all night with you here, and but uh, it's just it's fun to talk to Husker fans that you know are excited. And, and it's one of the reasons I love doing the, the forum is you get people that come on here that, that genuinely they're just excited about being Husker fans. And I think that's a lot of fun. And whether we win games or lose games are really kind of irrelevant. I'm, I'm more proud of Husker nation today than I have been at any other time, because to be a Husker fan right now, it was easy when you want 60 and three over five seasons and win national titles when you're losing, but you can still show up and, and we will, we'll show up 60 plus thousand people again, at least 60,000 here on at Saturday. At least 60,000 for a it's spring game. For a spring game, right? At least that amount. And it just, it, it brings a tear to my eyes almost where it's like, this is what it's about. Husker fans just, we had a a, a former fan former that's been on here and she's one of the Huskers, Amy. I, I just love her. She had a, a great quote one time where she goes, Husker fans are made of the bounciest substance on earth. Whatever happens to us, we just boing. <laughs> it's like yeah. the worst. some some guy decommits or something terrible. We lose a football game and it's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I can't even look at this team. And then you wait 24 hours and boing, we're right back at it. Yeah. I, I, goldfish memory or the toy. I, you know, I used to have a, uh, I had a 24 hour rule and members of my family that are probably watching this right now know full well uh, if the Huskers won, you can call me after that. But uh, if they if they didn't, twenty four hours. You you if, <laughs> yeah, if it was a Saturday night loss, you might as well forget about talking to me until Monday. Yep. But you know, but I, you know the the love never fades. You know the the love never fades, and that's and that's it's the biggest thing here. Is, you know, just like you said, sixty thousand people that show up for a spring game, and you know, and I'm hype. I'm hyped for this spring game like like we're playing Oklahoma or something, and, and mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna be out there screaming, you know, like everybody else. I'm, I'm Jim. I'm really, I'm just excited for this. I just want to see what this team looks like, what this team feels like, the the atmosphere. Seeing, man, I I can't even imagine the roar when Solich walks out there. Oh, that's, <sighs> that's going to be at halftime, uh, Redcasters. So uh, if you're going to the game, make sure you're not going to the restroom at halftime. That's when Solich is going to come out there and and, and be uh, celebrated. And the, the oh, Herbie Husker, the new old Herbie. Yeah, the new old Herbie. Be, yeah, I already got a shirt ordered. I'm waiting. <laughs> oh yeah, so that that's getting announced or will be presented at some point during that day. They said uh, just a lot of good things, and and the most important thing, and this is something that that Redcast Rob over there said last year at the game. He wants to see real football, and for anyone buying tickets right now, it's the best real football you're going to see for the next five months. Uh, yep. This is this is going to be real, and um, and and it's it's real not just because it's what Husker fans want to see. I think Coach Rule's doing the right thing with a hundred and some you know scholarship or ninety seven scholarship guys, and they still got to weed some of that down. He, you got to see what these guys can do, and uh, I think this is a great way to do it. Let these guys play and and let them earn the positions and, and fall where they fall. I agree. I agree, and, and I think for I think for the coaches too, you know, the best way to assess these guys is to put them in real game situations, live yep. fire situations. I think in some in some instances, you know, in years past, I think that's probably hurt us because they didn't necessarily have that, mm -hmm. you know, game speed. 
I mean, it's I mean, as you know, as a defensive line, you know, as an old defensive lineman, trust me, when they tell you you can go full go, you go a little bit harder, you know. Um, and for those quarterbacks, um, you know, that's gonna, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be forced to make quick decisions. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's not anymore, you know, oh, they're just gonna tap me on the shoulder. No, they're coming after me, man. I need to make yep. a play. So I, I'm excited to see that aspect of the game. I just want to I just want to see this team. I want to see the evolution. Uh, yep. I feel like we're, we're all we're all clamoring for it, and and I I want to see that you know as an individual and as a fan, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I just I'm so hopeful, man. I I'm so damn hopeful. Like I said, I got the Kool Aid picture out. I got the I got a bucket of red and some I got some Kool and I got some sugar waiting. All I gotta do is add some water, and I will uh, probably after this spring game, I might be making stirring up a cup. <laughs> Well, Dell, this has been a blast. And as is tradition on the, the Redcast, it's tradition on the, the forum, we always do our parting shots and we always allow the guests to give the parting shot. So, uh, you know, whatever's on your mind, man, you know, let, let Husker Nation, let the forumers know out there. Uh, take us out of here. All right. I can tell you this. Husker Nation, we are going to see some changes here. It's going to be some positive changes. We just have to hang on, keep doing what we're doing. Go. Big Red. Go Big Red. Yes. <laughs> Dell Richmond, thank you so much, man. It's been so great to have you on. I've been wanting to do this for quite a while with you, so I, I really appreciate it. Uh, Redcasters out there, uh, you know, we want to keep doing fan forums well into the future. And so it's it, anyone, if, if, it's, if you think that this is something you want to do, reach out to us, let us know. You know, we're a couple of months out on scheduling these things as is, but uh, I want to do as many of these as I can. And, and uh, Dell. You've been a great addition to it. You are now an alumni, an official alumni. And it's kind of fun. The, the, the former group of people, I noticed some of the people that were, you know, tweeting at you were people that have been on the show. And they're like, hey, yeah, welcome to the welcome to the forum. You're part of yeah. it now. You're part of the family. So you are. And and uh, who knows? At some point, we might we might have people revisit the, the forum again. You know, we'll come back and, and see uh, past formers, too. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. And remember, Redcasters, you, too, could be the next one to join us on the forum. Heard at Sports Network Production. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.